Hey, everybody. I'm John Dwoskin, an executive advisor and business coach. I work with successful business people who are stuck and want to take their company to the next level. Today, though, get ready to grow your business big, very big. In just a few seconds, you'll meet a dynamic business owner, executive, or salesperson willing to share the best practices that fuel their growth and success. Each interview is no more than 15-ish minutes long, so you can quickly learn effective tools to put into your business today. Please listen with new ears, and let's get to learning, let's get to growing, and let's get to thinking big. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, and thanks for taking time to listen to the Think Big Movement podcast. I'm really excited to have my next guest, Jeff Kitkowski, who's a dynamic business leader who has found much gratitude and experience as a principal of two thriving local companies, Saxe Construction and Zolman Restoration. Saxe Construction is a 25-year-old company and they do commercial general contracting and construction. They do a ton of stuff in the city of Detroit and I'm excited to talk to Jeff about that. And Zolman Restoration Company, which is another thriving, successful company. Jeff is not only a good friend, but a uh, incredibly successful business person who I learn from on a consistent basis. Jeff, it's great to have you on the show. Fill in the gaps and tell us a little bit about you, your businesses, and uh, what makes uh, what makes them keep on growing. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah, of course. So Saxe can, yeah, great. Saxe Construction, uh, 25-year-old company, really started um, uh, 25 years ago by my partner, Todd Saxe, uh, literally himself in a telephone. And uh, fast forward 25 years later, we got about 160 employees. We're doing about $170 million in revenue. Um, we're doing a ton of... Uh, work down in the city of Detroit, as you mentioned, as well as uh, work all over the country. We're licensed throughout the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico. We, um, as part of Detroit, which is uh, what everybody's focused on here locally, uh, we've been very blessed to be involved in the rebirth of the city. Uh, we uh, started working with Dan Gilbert and his team about six years ago when Bedrock Real Estate was just being formed. In uh, fast forward six years, uh, we've done millions of square feet of tenant improvement with those guys. Uh, just very, very exciting. And as a result of uh, Dan's efforts and Bedrock's efforts to, uh, you know, re- rebuild the city, many other local developers and national and international developers are also uh, now putting their money into Detroit. So it's just very, very exciting. Uh, obviously, John, both you and uh, um, my, my parents, uh, you know, talked all the time as we were kids growing up about their experiences in the city of Detroit and how exciting it was. But as kids, we never really experienced that. And so it's really cool to now start experiencing what it really looks like to have a metropolitan city uh, that's dynamic, that's bustling with restaurants, retail, multifamily, et cetera. And our kids are going to really uh, be the benefactors of uh, what's happening down there. So that's fun. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say. I mean, before you talk about Zolman, I mean that the uh, the what you're talking about. Talk about how fulfilling it must be to be part of the the thread of the turnaround. I mean, you are going into. Uh, buildings and you are basically taking rundown uh, buildings and turning them around to be part of the new landscape of Detroit and the state of Michigan. So, you know, what is that like? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, talk on that for a minute. Sure. Uh, well, it's very gratifying. First and foremost, 
what, what's so unique about the rebirth is Detroit has so many beautiful architectural gems in the city. And although they've been vacated for so many years, the, the bones of the buildings uh, were in very good shape. And so what, what's neat about this rebirth is that we're going in and we're renovating the interiors uh, of these um, just wonderfully uh, architectural masterpieces. And um, so for us, it's so exciting. Um, you know, a lot of uh, other resurgences in other cities, you see uh, build, those buildings coming down and new buildings uh, being built. Well, I think that will happen in due time with Detroit as occupancy continues to rise and there's going to be more demand, especially for office space, especially in the central business district in Midtown. The, um, it's, it's just so fun and exciting to be able to go in and completely uh, turn these buildings upside down, if you would. And so what's, what's so cool is they have the this, these classic feels from the exterior, and then you walk in and they're just such vibrant office interiors that's, that's inside, whether it be Quicken Loans, International Bank Card, uh, WeWork, uh, just so fun and exciting uh, what's happening. So, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to be a part of it, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just very exciting. You know, so um, let's talk a little bit about the, the culture of your organization, you know, versus – versus when you started the business and now that you're actually downtown in Detroit. You know, the, the, what's the, the, how has the, the rebirth of Detroit affected the culture of your, of your company as a whole? Sure. Um, you know, the culture, our, our culture is very simple. Uh, it, it starts with transparency. So if you came into our offices, it's, it's wide open space. Uh, all offices, which we have very few private offices. If we have them, they're all in glass. Uh, so it's very, um, it, it, you know, it's very open, transparent, see-through, which is how we operate as a business with our clients, with our vendors, a uh, very open book. And um, our culture is fun, exciting. Uh, what we do is very stressful. We're constantly challenged by deadlines and commitments that we have to make. But we have a, um, you know, a theory that you, while it can be stressful, it can also be fun. And so, um, you know, if you're not laughing at least uh, 50 to 60 minutes of the day, then it's not fun. And that's just kind of how we think. And so we're just, uh, we're, we're just totally different in terms of what a traditional construction company and how they operate. And coming to Detroit, it's, it's, it's very similar. I mean, we were... Uh, prior to coming to Detroit, we spent a number of years in Farmington Hills, and then we moved our offices into Birmingham. And while it was fun, and, and in those areas, especially in Birmingham, where it was more urban, and you can walk out of your office building and walk into town and go to lunch, Detroit's uh, you know just a 10 multiplier of that. So there's so much vibrancy happening in the city. And so our people who were originally a little disappointed to hear that we were moving to Detroit. It may have made their commutes a little longer, et cetera. It's, uh, we've already been there five years, and it's just unbelievable how, how much people love being down there. And so there's just so much character, what's happening right outside of our, our windows and our doors, 
and when people are just embracing it. That's great. And, and I just want to highlight one thing you said, and from my perspective and uh, yours as well. You know, to me, one of the number one things of any successful business is the adoption of transparency. It is so critical to the growth. Uh, so kudos to you for making that, you know, top of your list as the foundation of your company. And uh, no wonder you're so successful, uh, not only as an individual, but a, but a business. So I know you wanted to talk about the other business, too. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your restoration company and how that spurred off yeah. and, and where the need came from? Sure. Um, so the other business, Zolman Restoration, which is a full-service uh, restoration contracting company. So, you know, we, we work with people who are, unfortunately have experienced maybe a house fire, a flood, uh, mold, uh, damage from windstorms, so on and so forth. Uh, we, um, we had thought for many years that there was some synergy between what we do at Saxe Construction and the relationships that we have that we could possibly leverage that into a um, into the insurance restoration industry and um, about five years ago we felt the time was was right to do that and um, we, we we started literally from nothing uh, we had no very um, very little resources and knowledge in that industry so we went out and we identified a uh, key operator for us who has the experience in that industry and, um, you know, it's been a very grassroots movement over the last five years for us, starting very slowly and a deliberate, which is uh, d- deliberate. And, um, you know, we're, we're finally starting to gain some traction there, learning the industry, making inroads. And uh, our future looks very bright. We're, we're landing some key accounts currently and very excited about the future. Jeff, how did you know when you talk about um, you knew the time was right? How did you know the time was right? I think a lot of business people um, never can find the right time, or ne- or are so scared to dive in once they believe it is the right time. So as you as you grew a new element of the business, you know how what was the bridge that you know got you from knowing it was the right time to actually taking action? Great, great question. I think it really translated to what we were doing at Saxe Construction and our growth there over the years, we had gotten to a point where we had a number of key individuals in place in, uh, in that company that we could start to uh, look at other opportunities, myself and Todd um, specifically, to, to be able to say, hey, I think we can venture into something else. We can spend a little time doing that, knowing that we had great people in place at Saxe to, to afford us to take, take the time to do that. So I think that our, if we had tried doing that prior, we didn't have the infrastructure at Saxe in order to uh, stay, you know, be stabilized, and I think that we would not have been successful starting anything uh, as a result of that. Yeah, and 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 just to kind of expand on that, but yet you, you you found the window of time, but then you entered a space where there is there are some pretty big players and some small players and some medium sized players, and uh, there's there's it's a you know how did you decide like hey we're going to fill this niche there's a there's enough market share for us to build a business you know what was your mindset when you were thinking about that? Right, um, great. So you know. This will sound very strange, but whether it's in the con- 
commercial contracting industry or in the insurance restoration industry, and we have a few other uh, businesses that we do, the, the, the truth is we really pay zero attention to competition and to what's going on. So what we feel is if we just get up and go to work every day and outwork um, and outthink whoever's in the space, we're going to find success. And that's essentially what we did. So we knew, unfortunately, the insurance restoration industry has a, um, a, a negative following. There's a lot of people who don't think that there's a lot of um, uh, integrity within that industry. And as a result of what we've been able to achieve at Saxe Construction, we decided we wanted to go into that space because we felt that if we could just go about our day doing the right thing each and every day, every minute, that we would essentially rise to the top very quickly because there's so many people in that space that don't operate in that realm. And I think that um, while we may not have reached the success that we wanted to in the first five years, we're pretty confident we're going to get there. Yeah. What a, gr- what a great mindset that anybody listening, no matter what the industry, can apply. I remember when, uh, I'm not in real estate any longer, but when I first got my job when I was about 30 years old uh, selling real estate, I called um, Rick Agri at, from Agri Realty, and, uh, and I said to him, Rick, can you give me, give me one piece of advice? I'm about to get into the real estate business. Can you give me one piece of advice that will help my career? And he said, just show up every day. And I know it sounds yeah. it sounds so simple, but... But and 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 I showed up every day and not that I wouldn't have shown up every day if he didn't say that to me. But it was a constant reminder that the fundamental of success is showing up every day and working hard. And, and that's what you're talking about. Outworking. Working exactly. Hard. Ex- right. Exactly. What well, is so interesting, because when people ask me kind of what is the biggest lesson you've ever learned in, in your career, et cetera. And I, I, I just boil it down. I say humility. When I first got out of college and um, was figuring out what I wanted to do for my career, I had this, um, this belief that successful people didn't have to work hard. And I don't know where that came from. Right. It may have been that I just saw older people who I knew uh, had been successful, and I knew that they spent a fair amount of time at their country clubs, and they were golfing during the day or uh, you know, taking a lot of vacations. And so in my mind, I just associated that, hey, these people are successful. They don't have to work hard. And so I, I had zero work ethic in the beginning. I thought that's just what I do. I thought I knew everything and I was trying to act the part. And, and it's so funny when I think back, I, now I, um, you know, have the, the complete opposite mindset. And it's just about, as you said, just getting up, going to work every day, working as hard as you possibly can. And, um, you know, Dan Gilbert has a, has a saying that we, that we've adopted, which is money doesn't lead. It follows. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think, just think that's so true. You just work hard and good things will happen. And, um, that, that's what, that's what I've learned. And and you know what else? I'm just going to comment on that as we kind of wrap up in this last minute is I think probably what you were seeing, and I don't know this, I'm, I'm making an assumption right now, but what you were probably seeing was when people are in alignment and people love what they do and people are excited and passionate, they make it look easy. So when somebody makes it look easy, you don't see all the sweat and the tears and the preparation that goes behind 
making it look easy. And so from... 100%. 100%. Right. So once you realize that, you know, right now, someone's probably looking at you thinking you make it look easy because you're excited and you're passionate and you're doing what you love and you do it great. So kudos to you for sharing your stories. I know they're going to help a ton of people. Jeff, tell me, um, you know, the best, you know, either your favorite book, podcast, article, piece of advice, anything else as we kind of close out in our last minute together. Sure. I, um, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of uh, Patrick Lencioni, Jim Collins, uh, John Maxwell. That's uh, those, those three authors. I get a lot of inspiration from personally. Uh, I like to share whenever I read a good book uh, of theirs. I, uh, I like to share it with colleagues and, and people in my office uh, just as a way to get them motivated as well. Uh, what I love about Patrick Lencioni, for example, and I, John, I think uh, you're a fan of his Huge. as well. Yeah, love is, it. Um, you know, he just he just makes it so simple. Uh, he he writes these fables that are just so relatable, to, you know, to to whatever's going on in in my world at the time. And I almost feel like he's writing the book for me, and I can you know close my eyes and envision the characters and just change the names from his book to people in my businesses. And, and, and it really helps me, um, you know, crystallize solutions to challenges that, that I may be having at the time. And, um, you know, what the, the, my favorite book of his is the five dysfunctions of a team. My too, yeah. We require every, we require every new hire in any of our companies to, to read that book. And, um, we talk about what's called the pyramid of trust all the time in all of our companies that comes back to the whole transparency piece. Uh, that I talked about earlier about our culture. Um, we just, everybody has a say. We want everybody to feel comfortable being able to speak their mind, regardless of position, hierarchy, et cetera. And uh, I think that that's what's led us to success within our companies, uh, just adopting those principles and allowing everyone to feel part of it. It's great. Great. Thanks for, Jeff. You shared some incredible insight, thoughts, and wisdom and best business practices today. Uh, I, I appreciate it all. Uh, tell people how to get a hold of you. Real simple. Call me. Call me. <laughs> uh, call me. Text me. Email. Um, I, it, it, I answer the phone. I respond to text. I respond to email. It's funny. The uh, I It always drives me crazy when I call a company or I'm calling somebody and they'll say that so-and-so is out of the office and I'll say, can I have their cell phone? And they'll say, I'm not allowed to give it out. The receptionist will say that. And I, I always say, really? That's unbelievable to me. How can that be? So, um, again, it's, uh, we don't hide behind email. We don't, we don't hide from customers. Uh, we're just, all you gotta do is call and we answer the phone. Cat, it's unbelievable. Cat, give me your phone number. My phone number, 248-310-3572. All right. And your email? J-E-F-F at Saxe, S-A-C-H-S-E dot net. All right. All right. Uh, Can't be any easier than that. I cannot. Jeff, uh, thanks for being on the show. Um, you know, you are um, uh, a, one of the most solid business people I know. Uh, you're a good friend, and I appreciate you sharing your wisdom and being on the podcast, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Thanks for all Talk the to good you soon. stuff you're doing, John. Thanks, man. Right, Talk to you, bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Think Big Movement podcast. For show notes and links to anything we talked about, please visit johnswaskin.com. For additional best business practices, you may enjoy my latest book, The Think Big Movement. Grow your business big, very big. Lastly, if you want to talk to me about advising and coaching your business, please email me, john at johnswaskin.com. Text or call me at 248-535-7796. Have an amazing day, an amazing week, and as always, think big. I got some bitches on my phone.